Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach here to help you love yourself, drop the body image issue so that you can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode. Today, we are talking about the fear of failure as it relates to weight loss. I know you've been there. I've been there. We have all been there at some point where we want to lose the weight. We've tried to lose weight in the past, and we we either succeeded, gained it back, because here we are wanting to lose it again, or we've tried, and we've lost a little bit, we haven't gotten to where we want to be, and we're in this place where we know we need to lose the weight, we know we want to lose the weight, but the fear of failure is holding us back. And that fear of failure is stemming from your past experiences with your weight loss. So instead of just jumping into doing it imperfectly, you spend and waste a ton of time having this conversation and this this like fight with yourself about why it's not going to work. You know, I've I've tried in the past and I only get to a certain point and then I can't lose anymore. Or I lost my weight before and I gained it back anyway, so how is this time going to be any different? And I'm just afraid I'm going to fail. I'm afraid I'm going to go off the rails. I'm afraid that I'm going to binge. I'm afraid that I'm going to gain back the weight. I'm afraid that I just can't do it perfectly, so why even bother? right? How many times have you had these conversations with yourself, right? And meanwhile, you're having these conversations with yourself and they could go on for days, weeks, months even, because you're like, I just can't start right now because I know I'm going to fail and I'm not even going to bother because I just can't go down that road again and disappoint myself. And so you're basing all of your future success on everything that you've done in the past And you're allowing all of these excuses to get in the way. And this is a choice, okay? And that's what I want to talk about is the fact that it doesn't matter what diet plan you're going on. It doesn't matter that you don't like eating vegetables. It doesn't matter that you don't eat organically. It doesn't matter that you eat fast food every single day. Those are not the things that are preventing you from losing the weight. All of those things that you're running through your brain and your head are nothing but excuses. Let's just put it on the table and let's keep it real. It's an excuse. Because it doesn't matter what diet plan you eat, what types of food you're eating, what you're doing, how much exercise you're getting. If you don't fix the emotional weight and drop the emotional weight that you're carrying around with you right now, none of this is going to matter. None of it. And I don't give a shit if you get to your goal weight. If you don't focus on this emotional weight, You're going to get to your goal weight and you're still going to pick yourself apart. You're still going to be beating yourself up. You're still going to look in the mirror and think that you're this big fat person that can't do anything right. Okay? Because when we go on these diets, the diets aren't addressing all the bullshit that's going on inside your head. 
And the conversation you're having with yourself right now about, well, what if I fail? What if I can't do it? That is emotional weight. That needs to be addressed. That needs to be dropped in order for you to have success on whatever eating plan you're going to choose. Okay? Because that doesn't go away because you got into a size six jeans. That stuff doesn't go away because you now weigh your healthy weight at the doctor's office. That stuff doesn't go away because your blood levels came back normal this time. That stuff goes away when you decide that you're done shit-talking yourself, that you're done beating yourself up, and that you're done calling yourself a failure because you eat a fucking piece of cake once a week. That's when it stops. It stops when you decide enough is enough. And so this fear of failure is something that you are choosing to do And I want to say something about that because you're like, oh, I'm not choosing it. This is, you know, history shows that I fail and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that might be what has happened up until now, that you have seen what you've been doing. You've seen your efforts as a fail. Okay, but you now know All of this stuff that we have to do with our weight loss journey, the number one thing that you have to do in your weight loss journey to be successful is to lose the emotional weight, which means dropping the excuses, dropping the chatter inside your head, and dropping the BS stories that you keep telling yourself about why you're going to fail. Before you even listen to this podcast today, maybe you didn't realize that. So it's really, you know going to give you a pass there. But once you're listening to me and you're and you're here in this podcast, you're now going to realize that you have a choice. Okay? And we have a choice to either keep, you know, having the pity party with ourselves that we're always going to fail or we have the choice to say, "You know what? I am telling myself these things. I know I can change my thoughts. I know that it's possible, and I know that I'm going to have to lose the emotional weight to actually get the physical weight off my body." right? So I always say that once you know something, you can do something about it. And you can do one of two things. You either keep doing what you're doing, which obviously isn't working for you, or you can say, you know what? I know I need to do something differently. I have to change the way I, the way I approach this entire journey. I have to change my thoughts. I have to change the way I think about myself. And I have to change the relationship with myself right? That's the emotional weight. That's the stuff you've got to get rid of because none of that just goes away because you get thin. None of that goes away because you got gastric bypass surgery, right? So when we talk about the fear of failure, it's a distraction, right? It's an excuse that you're using because you don't want to actually confront the issues that are really holding you back, right? Because if you don't have the fear of failure, well, I always fail and I can never lose the weight and blah, blah, blah. If you don't have that anymore as a buffer and you actually have to get in there and sit in the pain of feeling your feelings and feeling your nerves popping out your skin when you really, really, really want to binge eat, but you choose to sit in the pain 
and process the feelings and the emotions so that you can actually learn how and why these things are happening in the first place so you can move on. That takes courage and that takes bravery to actually want to go through that journey and not have all of these excuses as a buffer, right? And so how much easier is it for you right now to say, well, I'm just going to fail and now's not the right time and I, 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 I just don't have time and I can never get to a certain size and so why bother? Does that feel easier to you right now than I'm going to go all in I'm going to do it imperfectly. I'm going to finally get to the root of this stuff with the emotional like storm that goes on inside my head and my body. And I'm going to once and for all get to a place where I'm no longer yo-yo dieting because you know that that's going to take work. But you also know it's doable because you see other people doing it. You listen to me. You know it's possible. Right? So... I want you to ask yourself, what's easier, continuing to use the failure excuse because it's an easy cop-out, or so you think, or is it easier to go another year, another season of feeling like shit in your own body, of People calling you up saying, hey, girl, let's go to the beach today. There's a pool party, what have you. And you go in the closet and your heart just sinks because nothing fits. You put your shorts on and they don't even come up over your knees. You look in your closet and you don't have a bathing suit to wear. Or maybe you put the bathing suit on and you can't even bear to look in the mirror at the fat and the rolls and the imperfections and the cellulite and all the sagging stuff that you see. And it just makes you feel devastated. How does that make you feel? How easy, how easy is that for you? Because I know that sinking feeling. It feels dark. It feels heavy. And it's just like the last thing you want to do after that is to go out and smile and laugh and have a drink and be with friends and just feel carefree because you feel anything but. Right? How easy is that for you? How easy is it for you isolating yourself in the damn house all summer long? Hmm? How easy is it for you to see other people succeeding and going after their dreams when you don't want to go after your dreams because you're afraid of anyone to see you how easy is that to see your life slipping by how easy is it for you to see that you've wasted another summer and now your kids are going off to school how easy is that so you have to choose. You have to choose your hard. Choose your easy. Is it easier to just keep saying, I'm busy. I'm, you know, I'm going to fail. I can't, this isn't the right time. I can't do this right now. Or is it easier for you to feel miserable and you're living life on the sidelines? And let's be real. You're not living. You're existing. And that's not living. That's not a life. So you got away. You got to weigh what you're trying. You see what I'm saying here? You have a choice. We all have a choice. And so long, and I want you to go back and listen to the victim mindset episode, because so long as you stay in this victim mindset with all your excuses, you're also going to be miserable and uncomfortable. And let's say you even go on the weight loss journey with your mindset in that place. You think you're just going to magically feel great about yourself because the weight comes off? 
That's why the weight always comes back is because we don't address the emotional stuff that's going on, the emotional weight. And that stuff is heavy, right? So when you're thinking about or you keep telling yourself and you're afraid that you're going to fail, here's what's actually happening. You're having this conversation with yourself. You're telling yourself you can't do it. I always fail. I always gain the weight back. And you know how ridiculous that is? That's like saying, you know what? When I get home tonight from work, I'm going to get in the bed and it's going to get messy again. So why even make the bed in the first place? Or you know what? When I go to um, when I go outside today and go to the beach, I'm going to get sweaty and gross. So why even take a shower today? When you start framing things that way, it kind of makes it seem ridiculous, right? Yeah, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to get sweaty and I'm going to get sandy and I'm going to get gross, but I'm still going to take a shower first before I leave the house. Because why? It makes me feel clean. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel refreshed. And I've got like high vibes because I, you know, I got ready and did my thing. You know, I love to see my bed made. If you guys know me, you know, like I don't even go to the bathroom in the morning before I make my bed. Like my bed is made literally first thing in the morning because I cannot stand a messy bed. I feel like it sets the intention. Even if I don't do it perfectly and put all my cute little pillows up there, I make the bed anyway. And so what I'm saying is that you have to just make the commitment even though it's not going to be perfect. And notice, I didn't say even if you think it's not going to be perfect because it's never going to be perfect. This journey is not perfect. And that's the problem, right, is that we try to, so this is another scenario, another distraction that happens is that we say, all right, you know what? I know I want to lose the weight. I need to lose the weight, but it's not the right time right now because you're waiting for all conditions to be perfect. And please tell me anywhere in your life where all conditions are perfect at all times, because if it is, I'd love to know your secret. Okay. We're always kind of in this place where We either, we don't have enough time, we don't have enough money, we don't have enough resources, we don't feel at our optimum. Like there's always this this stuff that's competing with what we're doing, right? And if you keep waiting for everything to be perfect, I can't even stress to you how many more years of your life are going to be wasted and you're going to feel miserable. So what if instead you decided, I'm going to go on this journey I know I'm not going to do it perfectly. I know this season of my life is not ideal for what I wish it could be right now. But I'm going to do this anyway because the rest of my life is not perfect. And so in order for me to live the rest of my life, I have to learn how to eat in a healthy way. I have to learn how to talk to myself the right way. And I have to lose all of this emotional bullshit that I'm carrying around because life is never going to be perfect. And so one of the things I see so many times where I see girls struggling is they're trying to do a diet in a bubble. And this was me. And this is why I yo-yo dieted for basically my entire life. From the time I was like 11, uh, 11, 12 to my mid-30s, I yo-yo dieted. 
That's ridiculous. And the reason I yo-yo dieted is because I was a perfectionist who thrived. I wasn't thriving. I thought I was. I had all or nothing thinking. And the way that I operated was if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not doing it at all. And so what would happen is, excuse me, guys, I'm getting over like a summer head cold thing. So I know it's annoying. I'm sorry. So what would happen is I would tell myself, all right, I'm going to go on this new shiny diet. No, hold up. I'm just going to give you like a real actual example. So this was back in my 20s. I, everybody was talking about the South Beach diet, okay? It had made like its comeback from the 70s, right? And I was like, oh, I'm doing the South Beach diet. I had seen some people I knew losing weight. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do this. So I started out, you know, you go to the grocery store, you get all the stuff, you get all the books, you get all the recipes, you get all the things. And it's so restricted, restrictive, it's so regimented that the idea of going off track just puts you into this like anxiety spin, right? And so I'm doing all the things, eating the sugar-free chocolate fudge pop with the peanut butter at night and, you know, whatever, it's literally like three days into this baby. And my boss at the time, my CEO at the time was like having this big, we were having this big party. We, oh my God, the company I used to work for partied all the time. I don't even know what it was for now. doesn't matter. So we were out going out to this bar, of course, heavy drinking, eating the whole nine. And I was just like, I felt so angry because I was like, I can't go out and have fun with my friends and my coworkers because I know I don't have any self-control. This was back in the day. I don't have any self-control. I want to drink. I want to do what I want to do. And I don't want to have to live off this piece of paper that tells me what I can have and what I can't have. And so by day three, I'm off the diet. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because it made me, it's like, that's when you feel like you're on a diet, right? There's a difference between just learning how to eat and doing it imperfectly and being okay versus being on a diet and feeling like you were suffocating. And that's how I felt. And so because of that, I played the scenario in my head again about how I wasn't, you know, how I was a failure. I can't do this. I'm always starting and stopping. I can't ever follow through, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, you can't follow through with something when you can't go out and enjoy yourself with friends. And if you're trying to do anything that is that restrictive about your life, you got to reevaluate what you're doing there because that is not a long-term solution. It's not even a short-term solution, right? So again, that's why I always yo-yo dieted because number one, I was going with these diets that were actual diets the word die is in diet for a reason that felt restricted, that felt like I was suffocating, that gave me no wiggle room to live life in moderation. And then because I couldn't do it perfectly, my all or nothing self was like, well, I can't do this. So I suck. I'm the problem, right? I'm the big fat failure who can't lose the weight. I'm destined to be this way forever. The end. And that was my mindset. I was negative. I was pessimistic. Everything was always the worst case scenario with me. Always. I was always like that. And it wasn't until I changed my thought process to, you know what? I can do this and I can still do it imperfectly and it's okay. And I can still lose weight. And it wasn't until I changed my thought process to 
you know, seeing the positive side of things more often and not always thinking, oh, my God, this is horrible. Like that had to go like all that drama had to go. Right. And so if you are distracting yourself with being busy, because I hear that one all the time, I'm too busy. I don't have time. So meanwhile, what are you doing? You're sitting in your office, you're sitting in your house saying you're busy and, and running in between meetings and volunteers and all this kind of stuff, and you're shoving candy down your throat like it's going out of style. But you're too busy, right? Okay. That's a distraction. That's an excuse. Saying that you're too busy. You're too busy to take care of yourself. You're too busy to put good food in your body. You're too busy to take a couple of minutes a week to plan out your meals. That's BS because I know what you're not too busy to do. If you have a sugar craving, if you have a craving that's like off the charts, I bet you, I guarantee you're not too busy to go to every Walmart and Target in town until you find what you're looking for. See what I'm saying? We use these excuses and they have to stop. So distracting yourself with being busy. Meanwhile, you're gaining the weight because you're eating all the bags of candy as you run between meetings. And now you feel like shit. You're not performing at the highest level that you can perform at because when you're fueling your body with crap and you're talking to yourself like crap and you're not taking care of yourself and you're eating grease and fast food and candy and processed this and that, do you think you're performing in your job at the optimum level? No. Hello. And number two, if you're sitting around saying, well, I'll start my, my weight loss. I'll work on me when, you know, everything is perfect, when I'm done with school, when, you know, this project at work dies down, once the, you know, once I um, get the kids off to school and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, your newborn is going into preschool and you're still waiting for things to be perfect. And what are you teaching the kid in the meantime of how to eat? See what I'm saying? Like, we have to just make a decision that we are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And you have to make a decision that I don't know how to do this perfectly. I don't even know where to begin, but I want to try. And I'm willing to try because I know that it is more painful right now for me to live the way I'm living than it is to just experiment with this new plan that I need to try. And so you have to stop wasting time researching. That's another thing we do to waste time. Let's research all the diet plans. Let's research keto. Let's research low carb. Oh, look, so-and-so lost on, on low carb. So-and-so lost on keto. Look at this. Oh, paleo. Let's go on Pinterest and pen 5,000 paleo recipes but we're never going to use them anyway. See what I'm saying? Like, how much time do you waste instead of just using that time to dig in, do the work, make mistakes, learn from the mistakes, and move on with your life? It would be so much easier. So, so much easier for you. And here's the rub. The time no matter what you're filling your time with, is going to pass at the same speed. 
It is going to pass anyways. So what are you going to do with the time that you have? Are you going to keep researching? Are you going to keep running from meeting to meeting, complaining how busy you are? And meanwhile, that means you don't have time to eat healthy, so you're eating junk and you're gaining the weight and your pants are getting tighter and you're feeling like shit and all you do in your head is beat yourself up all day about what you look like and how you feel. Is that how you want to spend your time? Because quite frankly, I've been there, I've done that, and it's a waste of your life. And if you're okay with wasting your life, be my guest. I don't know about you, but I know that this life that I have is a gift. And I know that when this day ends, I don't get this day back. I know when this summer ends, I don't get another summer 2019 back. I know when my daughter turns three in October, I don't get another two-year-old little Catalina ever again. And so I refuse to waste another day stressing out about what diet to use. I can't do it perfectly. I'm not enough. I'm not this. Look at these fat rolls. I'm not wasting another fucking minute of my life doing that stuff. You know why? Because I've already done it. And it didn't serve me. And it's not serving you either. And how many more people in your life have to be affected by the decisions that you're making because you're too damn scared to fail? How many more people? Because it's not just affecting you. Because when you don't love yourself, when you don't take care of yourself, that is not about what you look like. That is not about the muffin top in your jeans. That is not about what you see in the mirror. That is not about the stomach that you can't stand. It's not a vanity issue. Because self-love and a lack of self-love, a lack of self-esteem, a lack of giving a shit about yourself, if you don't believe that it's spilling into every single pore of your life, we need to have a discussion. Because it is. When you don't feel good about yourself because of how you're taking care of yourself and how you see yourself in the mirror, when that's how you feel, you think you're showing up to the meeting, to the presentation, and all your glory? Nope. Do you think you're going after your dreams? Nope. But do you sit there and feel jealous and criticize other people because they're doing it, but they're not doing it perfectly and you can't stand to see it? Yep. Are you showing up for your family and your kids in the way that they need you? No. And are you, most importantly, are you showing up for yourself the way that you need to show up for yourself? No, you're not because you don't think you're worthy enough. You don't value yourself and you don't think you deserve any of that. And part of self-care, part of what we deserve as self-care as human beings is to take care of our bodies to talk to ourselves with love and respect. And when you're in this place of the body hate, yo-yo diet, shame cycle, I promise you're not doing any of those things. And so what do you do? 
you either decide, again, I'm no longer going to waste time trying to be perfect, trying to wait till things calm down. Tr you know, I'm not going to waste time worrying about failing. You either decide you're not going to waste the time anymore and you're going to try something different and you're going to try it no matter what the outcome or you have the decision and the choice to say, I'm just going to sit in all the bullshit that I'm dealing with because I'm, I just make this choice because there's no other, there's no other excuse at this point, right? You just decide one or the other and that's it. It's that simple. It's that simple. And maybe this is hard for you to hear. And if it is hard for you to hear, then that's, you're probably the one that needs to hear this the most because we don't like to be called out on our shit. And when we're really called out on our shit and it's hitting that nerve that it might be hitting for you right now, it's hitting that nerve for a reason. So I want you to think about that. And I want you to really think about the fact that you have all the power and the control to make this decision. It is completely up to you. And let me say something to you. And this was one of the most empowering aha moments of my life in this journey. One day I was sitting here and I don't know where it came from, but I just had this light bulb aha moment where it hit me that the only thing in this life that I can actually control is what goes in my mouth and what I do with my thoughts. That's it. I can't control my house being flooded. I can't control my family passing away. I can't control myself getting a disease. I can't control so many other things in the country and in the world that make my heart hurt when I think about those things. And if I sit here and stress and worry about cancers and diseases and, you know, weather and all this kind of stuff that I have no control over, that's enough to like knock you down big time. But when I realize, you know what, I can't control all of those outside forces around me, but I can control 100% what goes in my mouth, how I move my body, and the thoughts that I have and what I choose to do with those thoughts. I have control over that, and that's it. And that was one of the most empowering moments I've had in my life. I may not like how today goes. I may not like the news I get later today, but I choose whether or not I hit up that drive-thru and get the, you know, the number whatever with the, the large this and the large milkshake. I choose that. So I either better be okay with the fact that, you know what, I'm doing this and I'm not going to beat myself up for it, or see what I'm saying? Like we have a choice and you have a choice. And I want you to know that you're not a victim. You're not powerless. You just have to make the decision of what you're going to do and how you're going to move forward. And that's it. And stop the excuses. Right? All right, guys. I love you guys so much. I want you to know that I get so passionate. I get so revved up about this stuff because I've lived it. I've done it. And I know that you can change so long as you make that decision. And the most important thing you can do in this weight journey, it's not the diet you choose. It's not what vegetables you eat or don't eat. It's not the lean cuisines that you, you know, either eat or don't eat. It's not about how much fast food you're eating in a week. 
if it's keto, if it's low carb, if it's this or that, it's you. It's you and your thoughts and the emotional weight that is holding you back. That's it. You get a grip on that. You get a hold of your thoughts, the emotions, the chatter, the fat girl mindset stuff that's going on, and you're going to be unstoppable. So if that's the choice that you're going to make, I would love to help you. You can click on the link inside of the show notes. You can head over to my free training, or you can schedule a time to speak with me, or you can keep listening to the podcast as well, because I'm still here for you no matter what. So I love you guys. You got this. You can do this. If this was a really good episode for you, I would love if you could take a couple of minutes, go over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. It helps me. It helps other women, and it gets our Irresistible You movement out and in, in center of everyone else. Um, and until the next one, stay irresistible. <laughs>